Hey, this is Eddie from the God Life Culture Podcast, and I'm here now to interview Carlos, a.k.a. Anomaly, and Miguel Pagan on their newest single, Believe. Can we get a round of applause for Carlos? So before we even get into any of the questions or whatever, I'm going to start off with another question, which is how are you guys feeling on this premiere night? Well, I'm feeling really happy, obviously. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I don't think a lot of people knew who, who was doing it, or Anomaly. Um, just the people that play with me, but um, yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's a good feeling. Good. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> no, I think um, I'm very excited. I've Obviously, you guys know I've done things before. I put stuff out, um, but I was telling um, my wife that um, Yes. Um, I was telling you that this feels different um, just because obviously I'm doing it with somebody else, but he's my brother, right? So it was a completely different like feeling. I was kind of more excited for him, right, than anything. Um, but it was definitely it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's really good. Yeah. Carlos goes by the pseudonym or the alias Anomaly. For those of you, uh, for those people out there that don't know what an anomaly is, can you A, explain what that is, and B, why you chose that to be your alias? Yeah, so um, an anomaly is just something that's different from what's common. So um, the reason why I chose that was actually I chose it a long time ago when I was first starting uh, playing and stuff like that. Um, because I wanted something cool, but something that also represented what I wanted to be about um, at the time in playing games or like that. Um, <laughs> And I chose it because I, one thing that everyone told me when they would play on me was that I was different from everyone they used to talk to. Um, not only in game, but just as a friend. They would see me as someone that they can just talk to, chill with, and, you know, just, just have fun with compared to other people that they may have felt, you know, they start arguing when they're playing, if they're not doing well or whatever. So um, that's what I want to be now in my music is someone who's different and someone that my music, when people hear it, you know, they feel a different way, they feel something from it, not, you know, just a normal song, whatever, or, you know, anything like that, but that they feel something from it, and that they're also encouraged to um, be different in their own way. I know, you know, growing up in Spanish churches, or just churches in general, one thing they always, when you're growing up, people always all like, you're going to be a preacher, you're going to be a pastor, you're going to be this, you're going to be that, but no one encourages people to be like, you know what, if you want to make a song, you want to be a music producer, then you can do that yeah. for God, you know, if you want to, if you're, if you're passionate about, you know, making movies, you know, you can make movies for God, you, you can still, he can still use you in that, so I just want to be a voice to those people as well, to encourage them to not be afraid to step out of their comfort zone and do something that maybe weird or different to the people around them, but to them it's something that they love and that they can do for God. Yeah, great. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that, that serves everyone as an encouragement to believe in their dreams. If your dream doesn't fit in the box that is so typically given to us, you can only be an A or B or C, you know, it's okay to be a Z. If that's to glorify God and that's the gift that God has given you, by all means, go ahead and do it. Do not be afraid. Yeah. Now, Miguel, you have uh, titled this single, Believe. What is the inspiration behind that and the message that you guys are trying to get across? So I think for that, it first started about a year ago. I remember sitting in a church on a Sunday and my dad was preaching. And as he was preaching, um, the line 
I believe, but help my unbelief kept like resounding in my head. And um, obviously I recognize that, you know, the story in the Bible, right, of the man that kept, you know, was telling Jesus, I believe, right, but help my unbelief. And I wrote that down and I kept it and I knew that it was going to be for something. And a lot of times that's how things work for me. I'll get an idea, a line, a word, I'll write it down and it'll turn into something eventually. So uh, eventually when Carlos, you know, started telling me I'm doing this, you know, these different beats and this music and this, maybe we can collaborate on something. You know, I had this hook in my head and this melody that I saved on my phone and it was exactly what you heard there, watch him work it all out from his throne. Mm -hmm. But instead of watch him work it all out from his throne, it was I believe but help my unbelief. Mm. And little did I know that whatever he was working on and what he sent me at the time happened to match exactly that melody, that rhythm, ahead, and that Jesus. beat. Amen. So when things like that happen, you recognize obviously God is in this and he wants this to come about. So I knew it was on the topic of believing. Nice. Good now with Carlos, everyone that's from his local church and those of you that have enjoyed his um, talents of drumming through uh, whether it is Miguel's music or other people's singles, um, we know you as the drummer, the drummer of the church. Now you've gone on to venture off as a music producer. How did that journey start for you? What inspired you to go down that lane? Well, like you said, I started out with drumming, and I always loved uh, drumming and just music in general. And um, when I was younger, I always wanted to be in some type of band or something like that, um, and always wanted to play in church, um, just because I loved I loved music, and you know I loved playing the drums, and that was the instrument I played. But I never really saw myself actually making my own music. I always thought that I would just be playing a role in some type of song, whatever like that. And um, I remember about like probably two or three years ago, um, I watched a video of someone just, uh, a producer who was also DJing at a concert, and I just saw like everything he was doing, I was like, wow, like that's something that I would love to do. So I started researching more, and then I found that, that he, you know, the music that he was playing was actually his own original music, so he made it as well. And he was mixing it all together, and it was sounding like, you know, it was really cool. So I was like, oh, like, that's something I'd love to do, but I was like, you know, I don't know, all I know how to do is play drums. So I was like, you know, I, I don't even know where to start with any of this. So, you know, I've been, I was researching more and more, and like probably like a year went by, and um, then I actually started getting more serious about it, and I was like, you know, let me look for the, the, the program that everyone uses. Turns out it's like $700, so I'm like, how, <laughs> how am I gonna buy this? I'm still in high school or college at the time. So I ended up just getting a credit card and putting it on the credit card. Oh my <laughs> so I'm still paying it off to this day, it's been like a year or something. <laughs> I still haven't paid it off, but. Um, yeah, I I started slowly with the with the stock the sounds that came with it, which were terrible. So then you know you need to invest more money to buy better sounds and better equipment and everything like that. So it, I just I kept practicing, I kept at it. Um, I mean, if you hear some of the first beats I make, they're like really bad, obviously. And um, so I was I I was getting like really busy with school because it was towards down my school, and then I was also preparing to get into my career. So. I was taking extra classes and stuff like that. So I couldn't really focus on music as much as I wanted to for a few months. But then um, I remember I had a beat that I was working on that I had you know, for a while. And then I, was, like, I told my brother, I was talking to him about it, like you said. And I was you know, making them whatever. And I have this thing. Maybe one day we can do something. And uh, he kind of followed up with it. And he started pushing me. And I was you know what? Like, let me just push everything else to the side. Let me actually sit down and like, really work on it. 
so then I started teaching myself how, you know, all of music theory and everything like that, and, uh, you know, how, how to do it with the piano and the guitar and everything like that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a process, but, you know, over time and just more and more research and just putting my head down and, like, spending hours in my room and, um, you know, going to sleep at 2 or 3 in the morning and then waking up and then doing it all over again, mm -hmm. um, you know, slowly started coming together. And, I mean, even this, this track, if you hear the first draft that we had made, uh, it sounds nothing like this song now, um, but it was just, it was a process. It was months and months of, you know, learning. And then it was, you know, once I did something, if a month down the road I learned how to do it better, I went back and changed it and then sent it to him. And it was like, oh, yeah, that sounds better. Keep it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a long story. But <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, basically it's just, <laughs> basically just like, you know, you just have to put your head down and yeah. keep, keep working and, you know, keep doing your thing. Yeah, and I think that that's a great response, and that's a, that is a message and a tool that we can apply both in our secular life, but also in our spiritual life, which is that it takes time, it takes effort, it takes practice, it takes late nights, it takes having to invest. Maybe you only have those $20 in your bank account, but you want to invest that into this project because you know that God is going to make it grow. Um, so that's a really good message uh, to walk away from here today with. Now, to close it up, I have one final question. What's your favorite lyric on Believe and why? So for me, it would have to be in the first verse. It says, silent replies fill the room and only leave you guessing, bending to doubt because faith is what you're missing. Because mm. I think a lot of times we believe, right? And then there comes a certain point where it's like we're not really doubting, but we don't have faith. And it's kind of like we're just in that middle ground where it's like, well, I'm not really praying about it. I don't really care. Well, God, I've come to the point if you do it, you do it. If yes. you don't, you don't. Right. If you want to do it, I have faith. But if you're not going to do it, then eh, it's, it's okay, I guess, right? So that middle ground. And you have to realize that whenever your faith is missing, the only thing that's left is doubt. And you don't even realize that when that faith is gone and that faith is missing, little by little, you begin to bend to that, to that doubt. And you bend to that doubt and you give in to that doubt and you don't believe. And that disbelief causes you to really just let go of other things in your life, that relationship with God, that prayer time, and that closeness you have to God. So, you know, when you're in your room and you, you know, have those silent replies where you're not hearing anything from God, keep that faith. You know, one thing that, you know, he was saying, the late nights and going to sleep, I mean, I was a witness to that. And it reminded me, obviously, of the things that I do and all of that. And, you know, for those who may not know, we do these things, and it's not like, you know, we're making millions, right? So we invest, you know, and let me break down to you, you know, the song costs 99 cents, right? We only get 70 cents, right? So... When a Christian artist or an artist, you know, whoever it is, right, releases something and they, you know, want support or they ask for support and all of those things, you know, they're not getting 99 cents in their pocket. They're getting 70, right? So we know music has changed where no, you're not really downloading music, you're streaming it. When you stream a song, you know how much an artist gets? Nothing. Nothing. So it takes 150 streams just about for us to get about 70 cents so if all of you streamed it in this amount of time for about two hours let's say you streamed it for like 80 times do the math because i can't right so that's the amount that we make right but i come to tell you that because your motives 
have to be in the right place. You can't be going to bed at two, three o'clock in the morning, put something out, and then get upset that you made two dollars, yeah. right? And I think that's the problem a lot of times where you know we have these goals, we have these dreams, these ideas, right? We launch it, and then we don't see it happen, and then we just get discouraged and we give up. Your motive has to be, God, if five people hear it, then I'm good. If six people hear it, I'm good. We're up here acting super professional, right? Talking about like music producer and anomaly, this, that, and the other thing. But humble beginnings, you know? If you don't act this way now, you're not going to know how to act whenever God takes you to where you're going to be. So I don't know where you are, right? And I know it's probably not to do with the question. I don't know where you are in your life, right? And where you find yourself. But act the way God has called you to be. If he's called you to be something, fulfill that role. Don't act like, you know, you're, you know, the, the flunky. Don't act like you're like the assistant that they sent to get the coffee. You know, act like you are the one that God has called. Yes. You know, if you're called to be a pastor, act like one. If you're called to work in ministry, be that minister. If you're called to do music, invest. That means that, you know, the $700 that you invest, you know, can spend in something else. You may have to invest in learning. Right, do that and do it without expecting anything in return. That's right. Because that's when God will give you, you know, that reward and that recompense. And it may not be what you expected it to be. It may not be money, it may not be fame, but you could save someone's life. Yeah. All right, same question to Carlos. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> No, that's how I feel. So. <laughs> my uh, my favorite part is the with your head down, with your hope low. It's time to recognize that you are not alone. Just give up your control. Just sit back, relax, watch him work it all out from his throne. Long, it's like that part. Um, just because I feel like that's the hardest thing to do when you are down like that and you feel like you don't have hope, and God is telling you to sit back, just chill, and I got it. You know, that's the hardest part a yes. lot of times because yes. it's like you feel like you want to get involved and wanna fix it and want to do whatever and God is telling you listen just sit back I got it um so that, that's definitely mine because I feel like like I said it's the hardest part in the, for a lot of us you know but sometimes you just got to sit back and relax yeah, yeah great I want to say one last thing my bad so I want to say that a lot of times when you do something you become so accustomed to doing it right so obviously I write a lot and I do things and I'll you know send it to certain people or let certain people hear it right and a lot of times you, know, you have to be careful with you know, who you have around and who you give things to. Because you don't want somebody that's gonna always pat you on the back, right? So I can say, you know, something like, you know, the Lord is good, you know, he's gonna fulfill his purpose in my life no matter what circumstance comes my way. And I can say that real poetically, right? And I can tell that to you and you could be like, yo, good, that's so good. Honestly, I didn't say a lot, right? I mean, power in those words, but artistically, it's nothing. Okay, so when he sent me this draft, right, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna go and I'm, so I, in my apartment, right, I'm there. I'm saying all of these different things, spit it everywhere, right. I'm just going, and I was so confident in this, and I'm like, this is different. I've never done this before, right. So I sent it to him, not so much so he could critique it, but just like this is my idea. Continue to work around it. Right? Again, when you're used to working kind of by yourself, it's just like, I like it, it's what I do, so no one's going to tell me anything else, right? So you have to watch who's around you. You don't want people telling you, oh, it's great, it's great. Yeah, man, great. Oh, chills, okay? Anybody gets chills. So this is the deal. I send it to him, 
And he said, he calls me and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, why are you yelling? <laughs> why are you going so hard for it? He's like, I, uh, I think you can go back and, and do something else. He's like, let me send you an example. <laughs> I'm like, he sends me an example, it's this singer. I'm like, dude, I don't sing. What are you talking about? It's an R&B singer. I'm like, okay, right? So I'm like, what, what are you, he's like, I just, just like listen to it. Like, and when I tell you, that was the first time I sent something to some, whatever, and they literally told me like, no. And it had to come from him, you know? So that was a moment for me where it was almost like, you don't like it? <laughs> I'm not good. Right? And I had to go back and scratch everything and start over. And let me tell you, maybe one day I'll play for you what I actually did. It never looked me the same. But I was like, in that moment, it's very, you know, it resounded in me the fact that you need that criticism, that constructive criticism when it comes from the right place. You know, so like you said, our draft when we first started is completely different than what you hear now. And a lot of times in your life, again, people don't see the draft. They don't see that first draft. They see who you are in the moment, right? And they don't really know all it took. So keep on. Yeah, nice. All right, to wrap it up, I did want to say, um, you know, Miguel spoke about that they don't do this for the money, they don't do it for the fame, they don't do it for anything. But on the flip side, it is our responsibility to encourage them, support them, buy their music, buy their merch, share it. You know, if they're having an event, they're having a concert, don't ask them for free tickets. Be like, you know what, I'm gonna buy a ticket to your event. If they have merchandise back there, they'll be like, oh, let me just get that. You know, we're friends from eight years, you know, hook me up. No, pay for it. Support, plant a seed into their ministry. They're not doing it for that, but it is our responsibility to lift them up. Amen? Yes. Now, where can they find you on social media? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Finally. Yeah, finally. What's your handle? Um, it's at Anomaly Music, just instead of the O, it's an X, because it was taken, so. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. And then words by Miguel. Yeah. So let's give them a round of applause. Download the lead of Anomaly Until next time. Bye. Bye.